0: My favourite moment, um, it's either when I go to the post office and I have, like, a load of orders because they're always like, yeah, look at this. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, they're, they're the sweetest ladies. They're so lovely. And um, I've got flyers in the post office and they, like, they give them away. And I, I got an order from it um, and this – it was this guy looking for like something for his daughter's birthday the next day so I like did a special birthday brownie for her and put like the number 8 on it and he said he got my leaflet from the post.
1: From Swoop it's Take The Plunge, a podcast about how business owners decided to stop what they were doing and took the plunge to start their own business. We take a look at how they came to that decision and what the first crucial steps were in getting themselves up and running. My name is Kieran and I'll be your host for this episode. And this week we're joined by Imi Rye from Bubbles Bakery. It's a take-at-home bakery that offers delicious baked goods delivered straight to your door all across the UK. She set it up from her kitchen. Imi now works around the clock managing her business, baking from brand manager to orders, to packaging and to shipping. It's very much a labour of love and that can be seen from the tasty treats, beautifully packaged and designed. And as well as supporting her own small business, 5% of every order goes to the Marine Conservation Society. Imi, you're very, very welcome. Thanks so much for coming on Take the Plunge. How are you doing this morning?
0: Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. This is a lot of fun.
1: Great. Um, So I suppose most importantly, let's start from the very beginning. And Can you tell us why you decided to stop whatever you were doing and decide uh, i'm gonna set up a bakery business i think well it
0: was less deciding to stop more the world forcing me to stop what i was doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really because i set this up during lockdown so previous to that i was working in live music so obviously that pretty much came to a halt in march and it's funny because when it initially happened i was like oh I've got stuff booked in June I'll be doing that like I didn't think this would be going on this long and then lo and behold here we are and it was more that kind of realization of it's going to be a long time before music comes back realistically and now that seems even longer so um like I've, I've applied for like bits of jobs and stuff and um kind of to pass the time during everything I found myself just baking and I couldn't eat it also I'd be sending it to people and then people were just like why don't you do something with this and I just I never really thought about it and then I kind of sat down and yeah just kind of figured it out and I was like, actually this could be a really good thing you know and help at least pass the time a bit but also with the charity stuff it has a little bit of purpose and um yes yeah, I guess it's always been in my head but this kind of forced yeah. me to do it <laughs>
1: and uh when you kind of uh, got obviously the, the pretty good feedback from the delicious treats when you kind of decided to to sit down what were your kind of steps you were like okay how am i going to formalize this how am i going to get this up and running what, what what were you kind of thinking
0: the first thing that i really thought was about branding um because initially like i had this idea for the name smart cookies because it was just something i always used to say but then when i like sat down to think about that i was like well every bakery that you see online like looking through Instagram and different things like all of their logos are like a cookie or a cupcake or something like that and then I was like there's just there's not really anything cute with that and like in my head I was like I I kind of want something really cute and like like just yeah like a a brand image and it's funny like I've never really thought in that way before but I was like yeah I just I want that kind of recognizable thing that's like it says it's a bakery but it's not so obvious a bakery so yeah i am I, there's I a really silly story behind bubbles but it led to the turtles thing and then i was like oh that's a that's a really cute kind of yeah little tell us the story oh god it's so embarrassing <laughs> <I'm great. laughs> when i was a kid um we were on like a holiday in france and we went to I think Futuroscope or something like that and so as a kid I used to love stuffed animals and on this holiday I got this stuffed turtle and I loved it so so much (laughs) and it was called Bubbles right I'm very inventive with my name and so we're leaving Futuroscope and we get in the car and I have such vivid memory of it (laughs) We get in the car, like I like shut the door and like there's like underground car park and I was just like, wait, where's bubbles? I couldn't find anywhere. <laughs> I'm like opening the door. He's not
1: walking anywhere.
0: <laughs> i like, opening the door, looking around. I was like, it's nowhere. Like I thought I just dropped to get in the car and I was heartbroken. Oh, and oh, like, bubble. even when I got home, like, I don't even know how old. I must have been like eight or nine or something. I'd like made like an R.I.P. Bubbles poster. He's
1: yeah. <laughs> like, already dead, Emmy. I
0: know, it was just, I was, I was so heartbroken by it. But <laughs> it like the reason that I come up, I, I just recently told my boyfriend that story. So for some reason, that was just fresh in my mind. So when I was then thinking about branding, I was like turtles, bubbles, like bubbles, baby, that's cute. And then that's how like the charity stuff came about. I was like, oh, this is even even better. So yeah,
1: <laughs> amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I suppose once you kind of had decided on on Bubbles and this is what the the branding was going to be, how did you go about then taking the next steps in in letting people know about the business or or kind of getting the word out there?
0: I got like the Canva app and started playing around with like Instagram posts and bits like that. So I kind of I put that online, like just like a, a coming soon kind of thing. So I'd like made the originally it was just Instagram. So I made the instagram mm-hmm. account um and then just on, like on my personal like said a few things and like um yeah put that out and then just kind of i think it was like daily just kind of um not teasing things but yeah just putting bits out and then stuff opposed to like the charity and um, bits like that and in that kind of week or two before i like properly launched it um is when i was like developing the recipes and just making sure they were all set to go because it, it's really based off like uh, the, the the classic Oreo brownies one I've been making for years and kind of every recipe is just kind of based off that so I've kind of um, yeah merged that into other things so yeah that was kind of how I started getting that out
1: nice you you mentioned a really useful tool there canva uh do you use that quite a bit Uh,
0: yeah that yeah that has been like i kind of feel like a cheat because it's like i feel like i'm not (laughs) doing anything (laughs) but it has been good it's been so useful from like just it just makes it look professional, you know. And um, yeah. I, I, I did buy the pro one just because um, I think it allowed me a certain turtle image that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> how
1: much? How much is the combo pro? Um,
0: I can't remember. I don't think it's too expensive. I think it was like yeah. you could do a monthly one or a yearly one from memory, but I, I really can't remember. But it like if it was a lot, I wouldn't have done it. Um. Yeah. But it's 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 definitely been it's been so great, and I remember I. I did a certain um I I put an advert out when I had a sale on and it just it looked really professional and um just oh. really cool. So I was like yeah yeah it's been amazing.
1: Um and kind of when you were kind of putting the sale out there were trying to get the first customers through the door that weren't say outside your current network, what what kind of tactics were you using and uh how did you go about doing that?
0: Well I guess from the beginning um I was really lucky I had a lot of friends support me, Kirsty, including. So thank you Um so Like at the beginning like the first sales were like friends and family so that's kind of how that kind of started to get out um and then like honestly it was just a lot of luck because and i don't know how this happened but i'm very grateful i've managed to do interviews and do like a handful of radio shows all while i'm still quite new at this and um there was my friend sent me a link to um this bbc london reporter who who wanted to see people that had started a business in lockdown and i was like i'm not technically in london anymore but i'm only two hours away and she was like if you can find a kitchen in london like i'd love to do something on you oh, nice. so i did that and then yeah kind of from that there was like a bbc london radio interview and then radio norfolk and uh, another radio norfolk kind of thing so i mean that's a whole stroke of luck but um with regards to finding new customers it was um more focused on ads and, um, it's interesting learning how what's effective and what's not effective mm-hmm. with the ads, especially on Facebook. I find really hit and miss for Instagram. It's like you can promote a post or whatever, but it's, and you'll get loads of likes, but it doesn't necessarily convert to followers depending on what the post is. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, giving away too much of the secret sauce like kind of what uh what do you feel has kind of kind of gone well or or poorly with with some of those kind of ad campaigns
0: um i think some of them that i promoted it's if you were just scrolling past it you wouldn't necessarily know what it is like not to mm. say you don't know that it's a brownie but um <laughs> like when i just say like a selection box some people just like oh i don't really know and The thing is like when you're scrolling through Instagram or whatever all day like it it really has to catch your eye and make sense for you to kind of click for people to click on it and um so yeah it's the, the choice of what posts that I chose to advertise um the sale one I found worked really well I did a giveaway that one worked incredibly well so yeah it's just and I'm still trying to wrap my head around really how that works and how to do it effectively because i mean so quickly you can spend so much money doing it mm. so that's something i'm still trying to like yeah figure out a is lot it, was
1: there was there anyone that just oh god that went really badly
0: instagram i find a lot easier facebook the ad center is just where you completely lose me because it's, it's just <laughs> it's too confusing and i think they do it on purpose so they can just take your money you know? because <laughs> they have like continuous ads and it's not so sure how you stop them so i yeah. had one continuous ad which was just like the page where like people would just see the advert for the page um so i don't think i got too much from that um because you can you can choose what you want to get from the ad whether it's like people to your page to your website start messaging conversations so i did one where it was the messaging conversation i got a handful of those but how many of those actually converted to sales? was quite little.
1: And uh, to, like, I'd imagine the logistics side of things, uh, kind of delivering all this goods, must be uh, not the easiest problem to solve. How did you go about kind of trying to tackle that?
0: From, just from sending stuff to friends before I started this, I kind of realised the last day I want to be sending stuff is Thursday, just so I know that by the latest, I'll get there by Saturday. Because I just mm-hmm. don't want something sitting in a sort of warehouse over the week and kind of thing so from the beginning I kind of set myself the rule like the last send out for the week is Thursday so the latest I'll accept an order depending on what it is um would be like the Wednesday morning maybe or um and then any orders kind of after that would be sent the Monday so I kind of had that framework in my head but then when you start getting orders, through, it's kind of a very different thing. You're <laughs> just like, oh, I've got to figure this out, especially like I've got to make sure I make it on time. And then because they've all got like chocolate on top, so I have to make sure that's fully dried and it's not going to like smudge or whatever. Um, so yeah, trying to sort that out and, um, ordering packaging that was, um, I mean, that was a lot of fun. So again, that comes into the branding, but like boxing wise, I think the first box I got was too big and now I have 50 of them <laughs> 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 but yeah kind of figuring that out um but luckily I, I I sent off a few boxes to friends before everything went live and that was with those big boxes because so I figured that didn't work and then I ordered the slightly smaller ones um so yeah it was just yeah figuring out all of that and yeah it seemed to kind of fall into place quite nicely and I have a really good relationship with my local post office so they've been super supportive Amazing. as well
1: and like how did you go about in the first instance like finding things like where do i source packaging how do i get that information from uh was it just all off your own bat, or did you did you know
0: just a, a mad search online really. <laughs> like, I, I, originally i was just, there just didn't seem to be anything like, especially size wise because i mean at the start it was mainly just the full slabs of brownie that i was doing so yeah i just it, i remember it being a real pain like trying to find exactly what i needed and then i found i think it's kite packaging which is actually quite a big place i don't know why it took me so long to find that but they're all yeah all the dimensions you could need on there and i've just added like some small options so i've got my smaller box from there everything and they're all um recyclable and eco-friendly as well so that was a really big point of my packaging i wanted to make sure it was all that so yeah once i found it i was like okay this is perfect this is like the one i'm going to stick with
1: when all the orders are coming through is it like um oh, jesus this is so exciting uh, amazing scene coming through or is it like panic at the moment of baking that needs needs to be done
0: if it's just like a brownie slab that's all chill i can kind of get that knocked out kind of the day that it's done and i have I've always worked better at night but I have a completely backwards sleep schedule so I usually work into the night so That's even if they order like in the evening I'll probably make it that night so by the time I wake up in the morning it's all dry and ready to go. It's when I get the selection box orders that I start to freak out a bit because that requires making pretty much everything on the menu. So anybody that follows my account or my personal thing when the minute I get one it's like somebody please share this, somebody please buy it so i don't lose money on it i need to sell kind of at least three so the minute mm-hmm. I, I had this literally the other day i was like, the "Minute i get one i was like somebody buy one please somebody share it and <laughs> i managed to get the order so um yeah that's more when the panic sense
1: <laughs> since since so it all started and uh, since you've kicked off Bubble's bakery like what's been your favorite moment of the whole experience so far
0: my favorite moment um it's either when i go to the post office and i have like a load of orders because they're always like yeah look at (laughs) that i love that um yeah
1: they're
0: they're the sweetest ladies they're so lovely and um i've got flyers in the post office and they like they give them away and i i got an order from it um and this it was this guy looking for like something for his daughter's birthday the next day. So I like did a special birthday Brownie for her and put like the number eight on it. And he said, he got my leaflet from the post office. He's like, Oh, they didn't stop singing your praises. They went on and on and on about you, and that was that was really heartwarming. And um, and oh, then I, I, I got the photo of his daughter with the brownie and like with the candles in it, and I was like, oh, this is just this is like making my heart melt right now. This is so oh, sweet. I love it. I probably think that's kind of the best moment. And yeah, any time that I've managed to get on the radio, luckily as well.
1: <laughs> and I'm just I'm just kind of thinking back to that uh ten kind of madness when you went into the supermarket and like there'd be random stuff that just wasn't available and i remember it now i don't know where you source your flour and stuff from but i remember you you couldn't get flour or eggs for yeah. love or money for a good out six weeks so how did the bubbles bakery yeah, source the produce
0: i would, i think the timing so i kind of started developing all of this in august and then it uh. launched pretty much the start of september so i think we were kind of out of it by then so i was okay I, and certain things it was just a question of if i see it i'll buy it um so originally so i have um like liquid glucose um which i use which is just mm-hmm. in a small tub so sometimes that was a bit hit me so it's like I just, i'll grab it but i have somewhere else now that i've kind of found that do more bulk bits so yep. um yeah i've been there's this bakery i've followed on instagram for a while um that she's been really helpful actually and i'm just like where do you get all your bulk stuff from like i used a lot of chocolate chips so yeah i was like because in the supermarkets i'm i'm that annoying person that when you want to go get chocolate chips I'm the reason that they're not there because I was just taking them all.
1: <laughs> You're like the toilet roll thief. <laughs> yeah
0: because they also only come in 100 gram bags so originally it was like I was just taking them all but I as <laughs> now kind of finding more places that do it in bulk um, so yeah started to move away from that but I've definitely gotten in the habit of buying so much stuff like, I don't need to buy ingredients for a while now so especially when the lockdown happened I was just like I'm all good I've got about six bags of flour. that that'll be fine. <laughs>
1: And then I suppose because this is all ha- happened so quickly for you if if August is when all this was starting to to come into play. So if you're moving at this kind of speed and we're kind of getting into Christmas, what what does the next year look for, like for you in terms of Bubbles Bakery? Are you going to go full into it, expand it more and more? What's What, what are your plans?
0: God, I don't know. Um, I mean, short time Christmas wise, I have a Christmas brownie. So that's that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I guess honestly, I'm just going to see where it, it kind of goes and where i take it and um it has been an interesting learning curve because i found certain things at work and even the the last set of boxes i sent out um i tried something different and as i well that it's even just down to the weight of the boxes because if it goes over two kilos posters jumps from about 550 up to 15 pounds so i, I did something different that's like made it like three grams over so it's just yeah i've, I've learned a lot so i just yeah so hopefully apply that and just kind of see where it goes
1: and and how have you found like the the business aspect of it like setting the price of things working out how much you're spending how much you can make on it where do i how do i sell it how do i take the orders how have you found all, all that side of it um it's
0: i've i was kind of lazy in that i i figured out the cost of to make one of the brownies and just applied it to the rest so <laughs> um which pretty much there's not too much difference and like I mean I use um I don't know if you care about brand names or anything but I use biscuits and there's a certain one that is usually always on sale so I'm always saving money on that so yeah when I figured out the cost of the main one basically yeah I just apply that to rest and I didn't find it too hard and um with my my music stuff before I was self-employed so I'm used to doing collecting Uh, receipts and expenses and all of that um so that wasn't too much of a jump, and yeah, order-wise, originally I was just doing it through Instagram and Facebook, but then, especially with Facebook, the layout of it is just terrible. Like it's, it's really hard to kind of see anything. Instagram's great because mm-hmm. it's all yeah visually pleasing; it's all there, and I have all the highlights at the top, which have all the information, and everything. But Facebook, I just found a pain, and just getting people just getting confused and asking loads of questions and like the same questions. So I decided to um do website which has helped a lot so yeah I get the orders through there and that website is despite the fact building it was really slow just because it kept crashing <laughs> the actual um the store management of it is, is really great so that that's been really good Nice.
1: What, uh, so did you have to put a payment uh, system in there or did you get one off the shelf like that, that comes with it
0: um yeah so i set it up all through wix um yeah. purely because i've I've built a personal website through there before. So um, I just had a little bit of experience using it. And um, yeah, it got it God, it's so easy. It just kind of pretty much does it all for you. And then when you select that, it's going to be a business like selling things. They have a Wix store version of that. And then I think it's just a, a monthly fee for the business side of it. Mm-hmm. And that allows you to accept payments via them. And I think you could yeah. put in your own payment system or whatever i think regardless it was going to be a fee and i was like wix is kind of just like does it all for you so i just i'll do that small payment and yeah it just keeps it all in one place and makes it so much easier
1: lovely sounds like it takes a lot of pain out yeah tell us about the charity as well and because as i was saying at the top of the show five percent of everywhere goes to a marine conservation society so let us know a bit about
0: that yeah so the marine conservation society um they're an amazing charity they basically work to protect everything in our seas, everything around it, um, whether that's the nature or the landscape or anything. Um, I think especially pandemic aside, and every, <laughs> economics and everything else like that side, the world is really, I think, and the health of it is um, what's gonna come crashing down before anything else, is what I personally believe anyway. So I just think, yeah, doing something to support that it just it gives it a purpose but also um i just think it's really important as well and um yeah everything they do is amazing whether that's making sure there's not plastic and um, over the summer they did this thing called the uh, great british beach cleanup i think it was where you you just you just sign up yourself individually they send you a form and you just go onto the beach and clear up all the rubbish on it Um, and then they kind of do a survey on that so they do the plastic side of it they do like the animal conservation side of it um landscape Maybe. conservation everything so yeah they're, they're really great
1: and as we kind of approach to Christmas and the uh Christmas brownies hitting hitting the shelves <laughs> uh so to speak uh what happens if you if you if you get all uh too many orders is there anyone there to, to help any extra hands on deck
0: with regards to too many orders I don't see that happening too soon but is if, if such a case I mean my mum's always here I'm sure she'd be happy to help uh, it's gonna sound horrible. She calls herself the dishwasher just cause she likes cleaning up the bags afterwards. And she likes it in the batter. So she, I guess she helps in that kind of way. Um, i that's
1: pretty helpful. <laughs> yeah.
0: She did call herself that before I did. So I'm not a horrible person. Um, but especially with the, the selection boxes and um, I've done a market before as well. I kind of know how much I can get done in a night so I can if I, depending on what time I start I can get about eight brownies done in a night so I don't think I'll ever be doing too much more than that like say so if I had to do that every day for a few days so I, th- I think I'd be able to manage up to a point.
1: Well uh, thanks so much Amy for coming on and giving us the overview of Bubble's Bakery and how it all started it's been amazing hearing uh, how you've gone from August to now <laughs> and how you and the dishwasher are powering more for kitchens <laughs> big shout out to post office Norfolk they sound like the most lovely ladies uh (laughs) so I hope you sell all the Christmas brownies this Christmas um and thanks again for coming on can't wait to see how Orwell's Bakery goes on
0: oh thanks for having me so much it's been great cheers Amy. thank you